Welcome to Tracy Cochran's weekly guided meditation at the Hudson River Sangha. Tracy's teachings are given freely. If you'd like to support the teacher and the Sangha, please visit Tracy's website at tracycochran.org. There you'll find ways to donate, and any contribution will be welcome. Enjoy the guided meditation. So, I'm delighted to see my friends. It's lovely to be with you. Lovely seems like such a weak word, but it isn't as I intended. It's There's something very heartening and full of love about sitting with my friends at this time. In every sense of the word, this time of day, this day of the week, and with everything going on in the world. So... I I came upon a quote, just a brief one, I just absolutely love from, I don't need to read it, I know it, from Emily Dickinson, who said, I am out with lanterns looking for myself. Isn't that wonderful? And and now the feeling and how can I get my mind around what's happening? Who am I? How can I meet this? Whether it's your personal life or war in Europe, one of our friends has literally been on an island completely out of touch um, for a week or so and just wrote me with great surprise. We're at war in Europe. Can you believe it? And and so we're out with lanterns searching. But there's something else that we can do together. And it's a rare opportunity to do it in this way. Which is, first of all, to just give up all ambition to jump into another poet, Mary Oliver. Uh, She begins a poem saying, Today I'm flying low, and I'm not saying a word. I'm letting all the voodoos of ambition sleep. It's wonderful, a wonderful instruction that we can begin right now, even before we begin to sit. Notice how it feels to just let all your striving, all your ambitions for the sitting or for peace or for some action you need to take, just let that all go. Just for this little bit of time, let that quiet down. And the poem goes on. I won't recite the whole thing. Nature proceeds. Life proceeds. And she concludes 
stillness, one of the doors into the temple. Stillness. And again, it doesn't mean perfect conditions in your head or those rare times when thinking really goes and the night sky appears. It can be even at a time of great anguish, inner torment, a lot of thinking. We can still turn towards ourselves with an intention to just let everything be. Just let it be. Just like literal bees buzzing or weather going through. And in the simplest way, just let the attention come to the body, come to this experience without any expectation or hope that it be different than this. Just like that. And we begin to discover together that the practice isn't about going out there with our lanterns which ha has it ever worked? Has it ever worked? There was that Turkish uh, crazy wisdom guy, Mala Nasseridin, who, who talked about, well, he didn't talk about, there's an anecdote of him searching and searching and searching under a street light. And passers-by say, what are you looking for? And he's looking for his keys. And he knows he didn't leave, he didn't lose them there, but at least there's light. At least there's light. And we act like that. We kind of deep down know there's no answer to be found in the thinking. There's no peace to be found there. There's no connection to be found, but we can't help looking there because it's so brightly lit. It takes up all of our attention, typically. So this is an opportunity to just settle down, to come back to the body, to stillness to a stillness that means not resisting what's happening. And we begin to discover and we'll feel it more as we sit that there is feeling here. There is a capacity to feel in the most elemental way what we can't help but have a certain kind of compassion. And as I wrote the other day, I was looking at some news footage of a city in Ukraine and people gathered together in the subway 
and they interviewed a young woman who looked like my daughter. And the way she said, my colleagues, the way young adults, and they're very proud of adulting, speak of their colleagues. My colleagues and I couldn't have imagined that this morning the city wouldn't be safe, that this morning we wouldn't just be going to get coffee and then going to work. And she looks so tired. And the catch in her voice was so familiar to me that my heart opened. It didn't take thinking. And this is true of all of us. If we let ourselves come back, just come back to the body right now and to our experience. And we touch in and we realize that we don't have to add anything. There's nothing to be searched for out there with lanterns. We know how it feels to be tired, to be frightened, to not know what comes next, to not know if anyone cares. And just that bit of response, and it doesn't have to come with the caveat, oh, but not on that scale. We know that, but what we can turn towards to settle us and for refuge is the life in the body, the responsiveness of the heart. We can ground ourselves in stillness and allow ourselves to feel our connection. The gift of this practice and the heart of its teaching is that compassion, whether you actually conceive of it as a goddess, Guan Yin, Tara, or a Buddha, or as an energy of feeling, compassion is born from suffering, from sorrow. And whether you actually believe that means the tears of a Buddha create a lake and up comes a lotus and a goddess appears, or you know how it feels to have your heart open because you too know how it feels to be dislocated, to have lost a sense of security or a narrative that you counted on, to have it dissolve in a moment. 
like yet another poem says, you know how it feels to be tired, to be frightened, to feel alone without a comforting story. And it's that moment of compassion, that opening outward, that isn't just compassion, but the beginning of liberation. Liberation, it turns out, is freedom from separation. Freedom from isolation. So in this moment, in this sitting, whether you were, we're in different places, but there is something that opens to be shared, a force, an energy of love and compassion. That's not just something that warms us, but something that becomes a light to see by. What comes next? What can we do? So let's take our seats and see for ourselves which is one of the most important teachings of this tradition, this practice from the Buddha. See for yourself. Feel for yourself. So let's take a comfortable seat and let our backs be as straight as we can so we can have a more complete experience. And let your eyes close. If you're not comfortable, avert the gaze, but if you can, close the eyes. The better to feel, to touch your own experience. And just let yourself take in an impression of how it feels to be here today. How are you? And don't think about it. Just let yourself bring a feeling of welcome to this experience. And notice that there's an attention here that isn't the same thing as thinking. It's closer to sensing. And this attention, this sensing, seeing, 
can receive your experience just like this. And let everything happen to you thinking, feeling, sensing, picturing, including difficult emotions or thoughts if they appear. And notice that this awareness, this light or warmth, however you experience it, can continue to see, to sense, to welcome. And if you wish, you can bring the attention to a particular point in the body, the feet on the floor. This can be helpful if you find yourself flooded with difficult feelings or sensations. Just go to your feet or your hands. to the movement of the breath. And notice that when you go off into thinking or picturing, you can gently come back again to the body, to the feet, to the hands. And notice how it feels to be completely accepted by an attention that's kind, open. of all ambition, all striving.
that receives you, sees you with great kindness. how it feels to come home to your experience. Quiet, still, open, soft. Notice that this stillness, this attention that surrounds you is also completely open. Something shared. how it feels to have everything that comes up be accepted as human. Understandable. Acceptable.
feels to give yourself to stillness, to presence. Nothing to do but be. that this presence, this awareness that sees, sees your basic goodness. That all that is inside you arose to protect to serve. And notice how it feels to glimpse or touch that everything you feel has been felt by others. to be held in awareness.
let ourselves be still. We feel less alone. We are with life. And notice how it feels in our last minutes to let ourselves open towards others. Without thinking, just letting our hearts open, our senses and bodies just soften and open, letting this awareness join with others. Here and abroad, without words, just allowing ourselves to, to say or know, I see you. I am here. are not alone. Just allowing this heart energy, this bodhicitta, to go to all those who suffer. Who seek refuge. Who are frightened. and in pain.
of questions or reflections or impressions from this practice, we'd love to hear your voice. And please don't uh, raise your hand. Um, have you um, have me call and you just feel free to speak, please. Hi, Tracy. Hi, everyone. It's Alberta. Uh, last week, I had wanted to mention something in my meditation then uh, that was extraordinary for me. Uh, I hope others have experienced it too. Uh, last month, I was kind of ill and I lost a lot of energy and desire and strength. And I was giving up. I hated to admit it to myself, but that was it. So I kept at this, but the words you were saying last week, especially, which you have said in the past, but they were more meaningful to me last Wednesday uh, about feel your life. You are alive. It was magic. I could feel my life, the desire to burst forward, to come out again and be a human being because I was shriveling up. And you know, it happens so subtly over time that we don't always notice when we're withdrawing from the world that we enjoy being in. And COVID has done that over these two years, slowly. I know a lot has to do with my age. It doesn't help, <laughs> but I thank you from the bottom of my soul that those words, I hear them throughout the day. I got my energy back. I take walks outdoors and I'm becoming human again. And I, I'm so grateful to all of you for all the energy I know has helped. So I just wanted to share. Well, thank you. And um, there are a fair number of people in here who know what illness is like and what it can do, including chronic illness. And this time of isolation that we've shared over the past two years but another thing that's interesting to know, and I'm speaking to everyone here, is that sometimes when we give ourselves this gift of just being still, just letting things be, we see that there's another life inside us. That even if we're in frantic activity and maybe not in outer life, um, running around the streets, but in our heads, in our work, in our defenses, um, when we can let ourselves soften and enter the temple, so to speak, we discover, oh, there's another way to be. That we we don't have to be these isolated little fortresses in a, a, a completely, you know, forbidding world. We can open to the life within and also outside. So that even if challenges can seem completely overwhelming, 
completely beyond us. We begin to see that maybe there's another way through to be. I can just be and respond. So whether it's the fatigue that comes with illness or isolation or aging or just a, a problem that might seem just unsolvable, we begin to discover there is another way. And it's right here. It's right here. A lot of times, the desolation that we feel is in our thoughts. And there's something in, I don't know if you've noticed, but our thoughts can be extremely repetitive. Extremely. And they're always rifling through the file cabinets of the known. They go for stuff we already know. And so, and sometimes your own company is like that elderly relative who keeps telling the same story. And I know that can be me too, but it's like you just, and again, it's like Emily Dickinson or Melanie Rudin looking out, looking for yourself with lanterns. You're looking in the same places. And, and sometimes as a last resort, we drop into the body. I give up. Giving up is not unlike uh, opening to awaken. Because you're giving up, finding the same old solutions, dropping into sensation, dropping into experience, dropping in even more importantly to this attitude of radical acceptance of what is. And the, the moment we do that, we open to the unknown, to the freshness of life. which really is unexpected and brings unexpected influences, impressions. So thank you for that affirmation. And Tracy. Yes. I say thanks. Um, until I joined this group and well, found this group and all of you, I had no real sense of what self-compassion was. I really didn't. And now I really feel it. Really, really feel it. And um, I'm able to share it with friends and yeah, people around me and clients. And, and I feel like compassion here in this room always. So thank you. Yeah. Well, thank you, Don. And thank you for staying up late enough to join us. And I'm glad you're here. 
And that's the thing. It's so interesting to, more than interesting, heartwarming to take in that over two years, we have become a community and not just a community like that hangs out, not that there's anything wrong with that, but that is opening to something. Like to this understanding that compassion is an energy, a way of being, a way of seeing. We begin to discover that the thinking brain is a, a blunt instrument. And it's quite crude and slow. And that sometimes the heart, this, the, the intelligence of the heart, our capacity to just open and feel is quicker and finer and more intelligent. Including to ourselves. And because as we begin to see and feel what it must be like to sleep in a subway station or uh, learn how to make a Molotov cocktail, we can feel for ourselves. Without pushing to conclude, just feel with. To begin to trust again our basic goodness. aliveness beautiful part of the practice is even if as you're listening to me, you might doubt, I doubt, I doubt that, not me. That this practice of compassionate awareness can include that too with great openness and by openness I mean, infinite patience. 
said, it's a quiet night. And before we say a little meta, I just want to take just a moment to thank you, to really thank you for your presence and for your donations. I've been technically challenged a lot and I'm improving, but to just let you know how much your presence and your generosity and your practice means. We have co-created, co-created a space to work, to go towards enlightenment. I'm not kidding. Open our hearts, open our attention. And I really feel so much gratitude. I thank you. And I invite you to, if you have ideas or inspirations or a place where we could physically meet, please feel free to be in touch with me. And let's keep going until we're all fully enlightened because the world desperately needs it. This energy, these moments of awareness and compassion. They help. So, since it's a quiet night, we can sit a little bit more, we can say meta for ourselves and our space and the world. And um, so, we won't meet for Wednesday and Sunday. I'm going to um, spend a week visiting my daughter. And um, I will be back on the 13th. And uh, I hope we all keep practicing. So let's take our seat and we can practice right now. <laughs> Just be really simple. Really simple. And Feel the feet on the floor, feel your hands, feel your back, whatever presents itself as an anchor. And notice this tension that appears. We don't have to seek it. It's here. And notice that it's inherently 
gently compassionate, interested, kind, without thinking. And let this energy fully surround us, each of us. And just notice how it feels to be cared for, to be completely accepted without acceptance. Nothing rejected. Everything welcomed as human. And notice that aliveness inside you. responsiveness and offer yourself the wishes may I be safe may I be as well as I can be I be at ease in the world. I be free from all fear. May I know that I am not alone. And let your heart, your body, mind open, soften, and open towards the other people in the Sangha, including yourself. And offer the wishes, may we all feel safe, protected. Well, at ease and free from fear. And then notice how it feels to let yourself soften further without pushing or insisting, just going soft. And let that same warmth, attention, call it what you will or nothing, that aliveness, that seeing, that presence in you. Let it go out in every direction, north, south, east, west.
is including yourself in the center of this great circle. You can put your hands in your heart space if you wish. And we let ourselves picture people in the Ukraine, people in Russia, people everywhere in Europe right now, young people in Germany driving to the border pick up people, refugees, people in all walks of life, fleeing or fighting or working for peace, bringing food, offering shelter, afraid, determined and anchoring ourselves in sensation in the heart. We offer the wishes to ourselves and to everyone. May we all be safe. May we all be protected from harm and danger inside and outside. May all who seek refuge find it. May all who seek help and support find it. May all who work for peace feel our presence. May we all feel seen, supported, cared about, held in loving awareness. And May all beings everywhere, without exception, be free, free from fear, free from violence, free from oppression. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you so much, noble friends. Yes. Thank you, thank you, noble friends. Thank you, Tracy. Thank you, everyone. Thank you. Bye bye. Thank you. Bye bye. Bye bye. Good travels. Have a good trip.